Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, welcome back. Thank you for joining me today on Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. And in our previous sessions, we have been taking a lot of time talking about our body's reaction to stress and anxiety and some of the physiological changes that can occur if we keep our body in a stressful kind of condition. Well, I would like to consider that if you don't mind, we slow things down a little bit because I want to suggest that we visit a basic skill of mindfulness and kind of talk about that basic skill and then bring everything well I don't know if we have time to bring everything but to bring most of the things that we have talked about so that we can visualize and practice our mindfulness skills with more confidence. Before I get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you go. Okay, now let's get down to basics. The mindfulness skill, I would like to invite us to revisit is awareness. Awareness is such a foundation to mindfulness. And the reason why I say that is because I think most people have the skills already to practice awareness, even without the knowledge of mindfulness. Now, when I say that, I don't mean practicing awareness necessarily in a way that addresses changes in the body, but I think awareness is a natural response to that, that all of us have in response to our safety and to our survival. For instance, even a baby, um, they have you ever noticed that some children will shy away from other children or or grown-ups. There's something about 
that other person. There, it's something that makes them uncomfortable, something, you know, whatever it is, there's an awareness. And they can let us know, our, you know, the moms and the dads, that I don't feel comfortable with this situation. Remember taking your children to the first day of school or to preschool and, you know, how important it is to gradually let, you know, your child know where they're going, who's going to be there, what's going to be about. And that way they'll feel safe, secure, and familiar. We're we're helping them build an awareness of a safe environment. And so that's how come, you know, I I mentioned that I think awareness is such a very strong foundation of mindfulness because it's something that we have, but we're going to use what we have to help bring ourselves down to calmness. And with that being said, in mindfulness, when I, when I teach my uh, elementary school students, the basic way that I explain it to them is is being aware of what is going on around you and how your body is responding to what's going on around you. I try to make it you know really basic and clear without a lot of big words because then people start getting lost, they don't know what you're talking about and and <laughs> um you have to start over again, which is all which is good. It's great to get feedback when you know, people are not clear. So when we talk about self-awareness, what we're doing is we are paying attention. We're, we are aware of our thoughts, our feelings. Um, we're recognizing maybe things that is making us anxious or angry or impatient. Now, what that being said, with this with this foundation that we're talking about awareness, there are some elements that that go into play with with awareness that I want to to visit. Perceptions have a lot to do with our interpretation of what is going on around us, and so perceptions is a part of awareness and that depends on our experience on our culture on the environment it depends on a lot of things and our interpretation of what is going on around us and sometimes our perceptions are not necessarily the fact of really what is going on. For example, if you go to a, another country and you don't speak the language, some people get uncomfortable uh, when they're in a situation like that because you know they don't understand the language, there's a perception that someone is talking about them, and it builds up some anxiety, maybe some fear, and that can build up into impatience and anger, 
You see how that kind of builds up from something? Whereas if we take that same scenario, but let's say, you know, you're going to um, another country and you decided to take a language course in whatever language that they're they're talking. And I'm not saying you're going to be fluent, but you have a good idea. You have a baseline uh, of what's being said. And you now you go to the, the country and you can understand maybe more than you can speak, but maybe people are talking about what prices things are, what the weather is like, what time is the next train, and just all kinds of different things. And you are calm, you feel safe, and you can, as a fact, know that really nobody really is paying any attention to you. You see, so our perceptions really have a lot to do with our sense of awareness. And so as we are paying attention to our thoughts and our sense of um, anxiety and understanding things that's going on around us, one question that would be helpful for us in in monitoring and looking at our self-awareness is asking ourselves, is this a fact or is this my perception? And if it's my perception and you're saying, well, it's my perception, this is a fact, <laughs> uh, it's good to verify, is that really a fact? And sometimes, so we put our our investigative hats on and ask questions from the outside, you know, just, and maybe uh, get familiar with um, the environments, for example, you know, the language example, or ask for some uh, information. You know, is this, you know, one thing is to ask a question. I'm hearing this go on. Is this is this what I'm hearing? And you're not changing the word. You're just reflecting. And so uh, that helps to clean up our perception so that our body doesn't trigger this environment as threatening. And while we are gathering information and trying to realize what is our perception and what is fact, a helpful tool also that is a part of mindfulness, which is linked on to awareness, is really maintaining uh, a focus of being non-judgmental. If we are being judgmental, then our perception is not a hundred percent maybe of what's really going on because it is fogged by judgment. And so seeing things and asking questions to clear up that fog helps us to see what is really going on. And that in itself may be a little bit uncomfortable. Realizing, and as we're doing our body scan, okay, this is making me uncomfortable. That's the first step. 
that's the point when you can feel, I feel uncomfortable. This is making me nervous. I don't feel right about this. You're using a lot of I statements. You're not pushing it off on anybody else. You're not blaming somebody else for what's going on inside of you. That's the time when you can recognize, oh, I feel uncomfortable. I feel I feel a little bit anxious. And when you can come to that that point when you say I feel anxious or I feel uncomfortable, I feel nervous, what you're doing is you are allowing yourself to do a self body scan. You're you're paying attention to your heartbeat. You're paying attention to how's your skin feel? Is it getting kind of cold and clammy? Is everything heightened and aware? Does things sound kind of loud to you? Because that in itself right there are signs that, oh, maybe it's time to step back. And so as we become more comfortable in using our practice of self-awareness, what's next? Okay, so we find out that we're anxious, we're angry, we're impatient. Now what? Okay, step back. Step back, maybe physically or mentally. Kind of peel yourself back away from the situation because you're too close. If you've experienced standing next to somebody and you know they may they mean no harm, but they step within your your personal space, most people will step back. It's a natural reaction. And so we can consciously, when we are feeling anxious or nervous or impatient, we can step back and look and see and verify what is actually going on. If we're stuck in traffic, maybe we're stuck in traffic because there's construction. Maybe there's an accident. Maybe we left too late and we're in a in a, a, a time where you know it's a busy part of the day so we can step back and use that time to bring ourselves down to calmness that helps the cortisol levels decrease and when we keep ourselves in calmness, our judgment is clear. We can think clearly. We can, we can act clearly instead of react. Because when we react, well, then you have to, to, well, you don't have to, but this is what usually happens. We react, and then we're trying to defend the reaction. And that is the buildup of the reaction and then more cortisol and epinephrine and then things get really, really stressful. But isn't it good to know that we do have a tool that we can use before we can get to that point? Now that I think that is so great to know that we have a choice. We have a choice. And once we step back and look at what's going on, open our mouth and say, okay, this is what's going on. 
And then practice taking a breath. The body will listen to you and it will respond. And you may have to take some nice, easy breaths, not hyperventilating, but an easy breath in the nose and out the mouth. Listening to mindfulness music, helping the, the, yourself and changing your environment into a calm state and hearing you know, music without words is, is what I'm referring to. It can be whatever style you like, but it's something that can help soothe and bring the body down to calmness. Well, I hope this was helpful. And I encourage you this week to practice awareness. You know, we talked about cortisol levels in our previous sessions. We've talked about allostatic loads and all those things are response to stress or anxiety or, you know, the body is trying to protect itself. So let's stop and step back and practice the skill of awareness. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.